0: Hello and welcome to the Meltdown City podcast with your host Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness
1: and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Hey Ally, hey Nicole. How are you? I'm doing good. We're back in action. well we are. Oh, my God. You've really been through it. <laughs> well, I got, <laughs> I got that crazy
0: cold that it's been, I don't know, I'm sure it's going around because I got it, but yeah. holy shit.
1: I know. It robbed you of your voice for an entire week. It did.
0: And we actually had to cancel our... One of our interviews. We, yeah, with a future guest because... Yeah. Of,
1: I couldn't we apologize for that.
0: Yes. But there was no voice to be had. Rob was like, <laughs> 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 he was pretending to like mime. And he was just anyway, cause I literally honestly couldn't say a sound. Um, I knew it was impossible to talk to you over <clears throat> the phone or yeah. anything. And he's like, I'm waiting for the angels to sing again. <laughs> Is so cute. <laughs> so we're close to my normal voice. I feel like tomorrow or the next day.
1: Yeah. I'll be there. But in the meantime, you can rock that like sexy you know raspy. Yeah. Sounds like so I've weird. smoked
0: like two packs of cigarettes.
1: That's right. But you haven't.
0: But I haven't. Yay! Yay. Good for you. <laughs> yes, gave that up a long time ago. Thank yeah. God.
1: Yeah. So did I.
0: Yeah. Thank God. Um Hey guys. I just want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe. If you haven't, please leave a review. Those reviews actually help our podcast go up on the charts. And um, so anyway, if
1: you're listening, if you haven't done it, make sure to do it. Yeah. We totally appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And then we are having a party on uh, the 29th of May. It's coming up, and it's sort of our um, rap party. Yeah we're just gonna brand it as we wish <laughs> yeah it's evolving yes it's great. it is. yes and we hope to see many of you there we have a facebook event page um on our facebook page so please do check it out um and send us your thoughts comments and stories we we got a few uh listener stories that nicole will tell you about yeah leah
0: <laughs> she she wrote us um that she was con- contemplating sending us a, um, a photo of her listening to our podcast while she was driving and then realized that was maybe not a good idea. Didn't know how these people actually drive and put makeup on because they might end up wrecked. She's, um, anyway, I'm actually just not going to say what she does, but anyway, she she just, she made a wise choice.
1: Yes, thank you, Leah, for not thank you, killing Leah. yourself for yes, us.
0: Yes, don't kill yourself over our podcast. Don't do that. And then Katrina... Um, I will say, actually, Leah's a nurse. I think that's cool. And Katrina's also a nurse. Um, she wrote in and she had some cool, super awesome suggestions for possible guests. And Katrina,
1: thank you. Thanks, Katrina. Thanks, guys. Awesome. So anyway, do you want to catch up? Yes. Do we have a TV show time part now? <laughs> yeah. I think... <laughs> Of our podcast. I, I didn't even so. know that. I think
0: so, because... I wanted to tell you that I started watching Shit's Creek. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What season are you on? Just number one.
1: That's one of my... That's my favorite season. I'm like four
0: episodes in, so I'm Uh just barely there, but I could see why. It's awesome. Yeah. It's really cute. His characters are amazing. Yeah, they are. I really struggle with the... I forget his name. The character of the mayor of the show? Roland Shit. Oh, Right. (laughs) Rolling shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He
1: um. He, oh, makes oh nice I know. Crawl. I mean, do you remember him from There's something about Mary. Yeah, too. Yeah. Yes,
0: but I don't remember that his part in that. He show. had like a huge sty on his. eye Oh
1: my god. Yes, he, I think that person. He plays that role so well. Yeah, he likes those awkward. Yeah. Roles. Yeah. Kind of like a car wreck. You hate to look at it, but you have to. Yeah. Like the awkward grossness yeah uh-huh are you or did you finish schitt's creek yeah i'm all caught up on that all right are you on anything else dead to me is really good oh, oh
0: i binged it when i was sick last week
1: really what what episode Fucking are you loved on it I've i watched I'm, the season i'm not that far i'm on like i'm on like season one episode maybe five or there's
0: six. only one season so far yeah i know
1: But I'm right in the middle. You did. How many are there? Thirteen. I feel like there's ten. Oh wow, that's really good. It's a good one. It's so good. It's a good one. I love Christina Applegate. Me too. And the woman who plays her best friend, like Linda Mm -hmm. Cardellini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's been in a lot lately. She was in the Green Book, and what else was she in? Oh, I just saw her, her on the Infinity Wars. Oh. She played a minor role in that. Oh, cool. Avengers, Affin- Infinity Wars, or Endgame. I think it was uh, the Endgame. I just finished that. <clears throat> Marvel. I think it's Marvel Comics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Movies, you know, thing yesterday. It was fun. I had never seen either of them. And then we watched them both right in a row. That's baller. It was It was marathon time. We were hooked. Like the um, Infinity Wars was, it like hooked us in because you wanted to get the bad guy, yeah, Thanos. And my kids kept talking about Thanos, and we were like, okay, let's watch this. That's it's awesome. not really our type of show, but it was pretty good. That's fun. It was really fun. I'm still watching The Sopranos. You are. Oh, I just finished season three. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember The Sopranos as being kind of like the first HBO series that was like, that kind of changed the stereotype of like, of television. Like yeah. actors could do, movie actors could do television and still have a career afterwards. Yeah, the yeah. The Sopranos was so good.
0: Mm-hmm. So good. Oh my gosh. I did go down a, I did go and find out what happened to James Gandolfini. Mm. He had a massive heart attack. Well, in Italy with his family. Wow. Was he in
1: bad health or did he think it was drug related? No, no.
0: I think it was just um, probably coronary artery disease, Mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, I mean, he looked like a man who probably ate a
1: lot of good food. Good food. (laughs) Yes. Rich foods.
0: Yeah. So anyway.
1: Uh, It's a poor guy.
0: Yeah. Do you have any meltdowns?
1: Yeah, I do. All moments? Um, I was just like, we were, you know, yesterday was nice. It was a beautiful day. And and we kind of opened all the windows and you're like kind of airing out the house. And we, I was just like sniffing around my house and vacuuming. And, and all of a sudden I get this huge whiff of cat urine. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. I like hate cat urine on my carpet so much. I'm sure anybody, any pet owner hates that. Um and so I just sniffed it out and, and my cat's like <laughs> peeing in the corner, not in his litter box, like Kitty cat, two behind two chairs and two separate corners. And so my husband was like, well, why don't we just put a litter box there? And I was like, okay. So we did that, but I, I like cleaned it up and then I, and then I was going to cut this little square piece of carpet. Cause we have some extra carpet in our garage that we never used when we got our carpets redone mm-hmm. a, a while ago. Um, So I was like, well, if he pees on it again, at least it'll be this little square slab of carpet and I can throw it out. But I think the litter box will actually be a better solution. And then I did the square of carpet in the other corner that he peed in. And then... I hate that. Cat
0: pee is the worst.
1: It stinks so bad. so bad. There's nothing you can do. No. You know? No. He's never been... Oh, and then I was irritated at, in my, in my mind at my mom for, <laughs> who suggested, and, and then I found a box of like macaroni and cheese in our, our walk-in like pantry that had also been urinated in as I was sniffing out more caffeine. Oh. Urine. And it was like, it was, you know, it was like a big Costco sized yeah. box and there was, you know, he thinks that anything that's a square is, is a, Freaking litter box, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, and my mother, I feel like, was like, "Why don't you put the litter box in the pantry?" And I'm like, "No!" I initially said no. I was like, "What a dumb idea!" And then for some reason, I caved and had one in there for a little while. But I was like, "Whoever said why don't you put cat litter in a pantry full of food?" Yeah, needs to have their head checked. <laughs> Because I just don't think that those two things mix in any world. Yeah. You know, no. 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 You put it in a freaking bathroom, you put it somewhere else, but you don't put it in a pantry of food because now he's just like fucking peeing in there. Cat. <sighs> <laughs> Still, so annoying. Still, yes, yeah. And then I got, I like raged around the house a little bit, and the kids were like following me, watching me clean it up, and you know use the carpet cleaner. The and it's just like I'm sorry that I'm overreacting and really mad about this, but I'm not mad at you guys. You know. Well, that's nice that you clarified.
0: It's a cat. Yeah, cat and a pee. Well, that was mine. What about yours? Um, well, I don't know if I really had a meltdown per se. I just was like fucking sick all week. Yeah. But I was thinking about something crazy that happened two days ago. No, it was yes, no, it was Saturday morning. Uh-huh. And I heard this like bonging, bing, bonging around downstairs. And I'm <laughs> thinking, oh my god, I have got a raccoon in the house or something. Uh-huh. So I go down there, <clears throat> Riley. Had a bird in his mouth. Oh, my. He'd gotten a bird, and then he ran up the stairs, and then he sat on our bed with it. Oh, and yeah. it was a freshly killed bird.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep, and then I was like, okay. So I put him outside, and then I just had to stop and look away because the other cat started playing with it, and I was just like, okay, all right. That's just nature. That's nature and it's work. It's, and um, they're animals, and that's all
1: right. Okay, and then I just... We That's had weird. a bird too yesterday on our front porch. Really? Our Dad? Cat caught it, yep. And and I had my two sons bury it. And they oh. did. What did you do with your bird? <laughs> they took it. It's just still
0: out there. <laughs> no, they took it and they I mean, they I ate don't know. It. I don't know where it is. Sometimes we wind up with something that Rob affectionately calls half rat.
1: Half rat? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes wolves
0: get half rats.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. What or do you f- do with it? Um, Throw
1: it in the garbage or do you?
0: I mean, we have buried some.
1: Uh huh. <laughs>
0: oh, you. <laughs> uh, there was this one mice. This is really morbid. <laughs> the entrails. <laughs> there was one mice, one mouse uh-huh. that Riley, I'm assuming it was Riley, uh-huh. had <sighs> tried to kill but was not effective. Uh huh. And he had paralyzed it. Oh. It was really upsetting. Uh-huh. It was this like. It could move its upper body and not its lower body. So then I I didn't know what to do. I thought, Oh, I better put it put out of its misery. I better kill it because but then I couldn't do it. And then you couldn't bring yourself. I couldn't bring myself to do it. (laughs) And so our neighbors were like across the fence. And I asked our neighbor, I was like, I've got this weird situation. I really want to be humane. I don't know what to do. She recommended something very kind.
1: What was it?
0: Wrap him up. Uh-huh. And put him in the freezer. So he would have a slow like fall asleep and die that way.
1: Oh my god. Is that what would happen to him? <laughs> yeah, it? so that's what happens. Is happened. that what happens to we, we, people we, who freeze to that? Yeah, when like you get they fall asleep. Yeah,
0: you get really comfortable at some point. You just you get do. so numb and then you feel warm and then you oh. get tired
1: <gasps> and then you fall asleep. Oh, and wow. then you die. That's really interesting. I never would have dreamed of that. Yeah. Thank God for the neighbor. So we did. I felt really humane about that. But I guess. Now that I think through it. That just sounds kind of like a slow torture death at first. But as <laughs> <laughs> like a cruel <laughs> human trick. Um, but now that you explain it that way, it sounds all right. Yeah. Sounds like a good way to go, actually, if you had to. Yeah. Yeah. That poor little mouse. That poor little mouse. That poor little mouse. Oh.
0: Oh. Anyway, what up? A, a, what a happy. <laughs> so
1: happy topic. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I took us down in the dumps. Well, we're about ready to go way way up. Oh my god, cuz we're talking about Jen Sincero. <gasps> yes. Great book. Great You're a badass.
0: I feel like I need to correct. It's Jen Sincero. I did, oh. Wouldn't have known that unless oh. I, I listened to something and she said. Is she name. Italian? She must be. Okay,
1: <coughs> but
0: I feel like I wanted to. Well,
1: all of your corrections have always been so accurate in the past. <laughs> <laughs> or one correction. <laughs>
0: about the Sopranos? Yep. Hey, guys. It wasn't Amazon.
1: It was indeed. Right. <laughs> <point>. Right. Right. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad we didn't have to go back and correct it later. No. That's just... <laughs> 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 Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Jen, Jen Sincero. Now I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Is... um. We go Oh yeah, have
0: a whole nice song intro about her. Yeah, so, um, well, she's she's this woman who wrote this book called You Are a Badass. She's actually, she's an author. She was, like, um, she was in a band. At one point, she worked for, like, um, Columbia Records and, um, uh, and then was in, like, the music scene, then totally, like, lost herself, mm-hmm. and then slowly found herself, but she she decided to write this book. Um, well, she, her first book was like, don't called Like don't date the drummer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was like kind of an autobiographical. Cause she was in a band where she dated the drummer and all mm-hmm. things, everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but she, then she decided to write this book. Um, and it's like, Oh my God, you are a badass is so awesome. I loved it. Yes. I read it before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I read it, the actual book, and then I listened to it on audio books on audible, um, in preparation for that, but it's just full of all these like amazing things that, you know, you want to tell yourself honestly Mm -hmm. and, um, will really lift you up. Mm -hmm. I sound, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, do you want to talk about anything
1: that stuck out for you first, Al? Yeah, because yeah, as you're talking, I'm starting to remember some of my favorite parts, and one of them was kind of getting over your cool-as-shit attitude by yourself. I mm-hmm. you remember that when she was like, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I always think of myself as maybe, like, too cool for school. And so I, the funny thing about me is that I hate, like, ultra-cool people, like people who dress so so like um, different that they almost you know make you feel like you can't even approach them so I hate those people Mm -hmm. but I also have like a holier than thou attitude (laughs) you know that's kind of like my internal dialogue like I'm too cool to do anything new or I'm too cool to go up and meet people or it's really just kind of but you know when she breaks it down she's really kind of talking about your own like insecurity and your own fears you know that's really what it's kind of based on but
0: your ego holding you. Yeah. It's making you stay stuck. Yeah. Not that you're stuck, but it's, we all have our egos that,
1: um. It's a fear of putting yourself out there. Yeah. It's the fear of vulnerability. Yeah. You know, so you kind of like armor yourself with these, like, either your clothing so you don't have to engage or interact with other people or these attitudes or mindsets that we get used to, you know, Mm -hmm. using to keep yourself away from success.
0: Yeah, and- <laughs> which is what we're after. Yeah, and money,
1: right? She's is- not afraid to talk about like wanting to be rich and wanting to go after that almighty dollar. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, I, I think I've got issues with
0: money and saying that I want money. You yeah, know? yeah. And I grew up with a very with very frugal parents, mm-hmm. and um, honestly, Dad, I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's Um, but, um, so it's nice to, it's nice to hear. She actually wrote another book called you're a bad asset making money Uh that I want to read at some point that, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting money. I think money offers you a lot of opportunities. And the other thing is all of the money that's out there is already out there and it's, it's there for the, it's there already if you want for
1: the taking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like we learned in Gary Vee's book. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody wants to give you money for, for whatever it is that you want to provide, let them. Yeah. The one thing that really, she said,
0: it's like the life that you want is out there. Mm -hmm. You just need to believe it Mm -hmm. and trust the universe. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're thinking I'll never I'll never have a boyfriend mm-hmm. I'm always single I suck at dating mm-hmm. you put that out there that's mm-hmm. what the universe gives back to you right that's, that's the very same thing exactly so you gotta you gotta be like or you know trust and believe I mean I could get personal here but like I wanna have a job that allows me to travel the world hmm and do amazing things mm-hmm. don't know what they are yet P.S. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know i have to believe wholeheartedly that that's actually possible mm-hmm. in order for it to happen
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it won't which it just it's a you know it's kind of woo to talk about it the world the way of thinking like that but mm-hmm. i really i mean i l- just it's
1: i really enjoy it, thinking about things that way no, I think that, you know, you make a really good point, And I think that part of my noncommittal attitude about decision making in general or not, I just don't know what I want. I just can't, you know, it, it's like a fear of deciding and then being like, oh, I changed my mind or, oh, I'm going to get halfway through the process and then realize it's not really what I want to do and give up, you know, but that's actually part of the learning process too. You know, so I think that a lot of times I dance around. Oh, I just don't know what it is. I can't land on something. Whereas really the truth is, is that there's a lot of good ideas and really good options out there. I'm just, you know, afraid to decide to go forward with one because one, it will take time. It will take money. It'll take, you know, and it could, you could fail and that's okay.
0: Yeah. She talked about one an example like <clears throat> let's imagine or she 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 bought a car mm-hmm. she was buying a car she decided to buy a car that she was um worthy of having or whatever and she wouldn't have ever gotten the car if let, let's say let me back up she just decides to buy the nice car instead of the shitty car. Oh yeah. And she wills basically willed all this money into the universe mm-hmm. to in order to pay for that car. Mm-hmm. If she'd gotten the shitty car, mm-hmm. she probably would have never figured out a way to get that money, but mm-hmm. she revved up all of her stuff in her business to make believe and come true that this car was something that she needed and wanted and was worthy of getting and somehow the money came to her. Yeah.
1: That's a good example of manifestation. Yes. Did, was this the book? And I can't remember if it was this one or Gary V where they talked about the woman who went to Italy and fell in love with a villa and it was no it was this book was it was it this one that was an amazing story she went to Italy fell in love with this villa that she maybe stayed in or rented it happened to be on the market she convinced the owners not to sell it because she wanted it so badly and then she flew home and tried to figure out how she was gonna get it and like talked to 20 or 40 different people about what she could do to get it she ended up you know, somebody was like, well, you could do this, but that's illegal. And then it turned out the illegal thing was actually not, le- was actually legal. And then she ended up acquiring this beautiful place. And now I can't even remember, you know, what, what she's doing with it now. Maybe she's She was, she place. was gonna,
0: she was on, on her way to buying another one or two. Oh, right. And she, yeah. what she did was, which is so smart. She got like, a ton of people to book, pre-book, and pay for time right. to stay in her villa. That's right. That wasn't technically her villa yet. Uh-huh. I mean, that is amazing.
1: Yeah, that's thinking outside of the box, using, being resourceful, talking to other people. That's like making the dream happen. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. We could have a villa That in was Italy. Really inspiring. <laughs> yeah. I loved hearing, that's what I liked about this book. I loved hearing the real-life stories about how this stuff actually can work.
0: Hmm.
1: That was yeah. so cool. I love that story. Um. Me too. I there's, was just trying to. Have you ever to think... been to vaca- on vacation and just been like, this is where I want to be? Yeah. This is where I want to spend my time. And then you're like, uh, maybe not. And then yeah. you go back to reality and life sucks again. Yeah. Your
0: fears <laughs> also take over and they mm-hmm. say, you know, that you can't do that. How could you do it? And there's mm-hmm. no way. And people might think I'm. Crazy if I move mm-hmm. over to another country or... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what kind of
1: education are my kids going to get down here in Mexico?
0: Right. She talks about how people don't want to wake, wake, have you wake up from the big snooze. Yeah. Oh, talk about the big snooze. I mean, it's just this idea that everybody's supposed to live this very sort of safe and secure life. Mm-hmm. And they don't want you to have a big epiphany and go and do big and great things. And, the, but the truth is there's so many people out there doing big and great things. Mm-hmm. Why could you not be the, be that person out there? Yeah. But they just, yeah, the big snooze. People don't want it. Want, they want to cold you down. Mm-hmm. They want to tell you, don't go traveling for six
1: months. Mm-hmm. Although they didn't tell Melissa bits that, but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, or tra- yeah, they didn't tell her. And that. by
1: the way, Melissa was also one of the people who suggested we read this. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was on her book recommendation. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. This was a great read. Mm-hmm. You're right about the big snooze, though, because I, I often get into that. Like, well, we have great health care benefits for the kids and good dental, and everything is working out just right. Totally. <laughs> you know, like the people from the 1950s thought right. that way. That was right. a big deal to them, you know? But look at me, it's 2019 and holding on to those traditional values.
0: Yeah, but you're thinking about them, you know, That's true. I mean, it's good. I mean, I think you, it just, it has to start somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and it's good to think about. I think, um, I think it's normal to think about anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Ram and I went to dinner. I don't know. He like met some random person (laughs) Uh, where, I mean, this was a few years ago. Actually, I think it was someone in the architecture world and he met this guy and we went over to his house for dinner Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you know, I didn't, I felt like I couldn't relate to these people at all, Mm -hmm. but then that was like over dinner. And honestly, I don't know who these people are. It was like four, probably five years ago (laughs) And okay. and I only met them once. Nobody's judging you. I know. I'm going to say some <laughs> shitty thing here. But this woman says, I just don't know who that person would be that would go and need to find themselves in Southeast Asia. And I'm like, that's fucking me you're talking about. Right, right, right. That's me. Yeah. She was just like, can't people just get it together and live their life and be normal?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I was just like wow, wow I think we're pol- we're polar opposites mm-hmm. and then I think she was also like ten years younger than me too and I was like that's sad for you yeah <laughs> that's sad that you feel that way that like that you couldn't go and do that yeah but that's my judgment on that like, yeah of course I travel is a huge part of my life I lo- love dream I just can't stop thinking about
1: it so yeah but I just was like huh hmm that's so funny though there's a commercial about that it might be a geico commercial but it's about these people who move into this new neighborhood and everyone there kind of acts like parents but their parents too and they're like oh you have a tattoo do you work do you oh do you have a job you know they just like are really judgy about everything that's really <laughs> and that's my favorite one that they say like um, yeah, like, I can definitely do both, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have a tattoo and a job, can you imagine? That's so funny. <clears> How <throat> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's I know, funny. it is, I, I know, I don't want to become what I'm, try to be open-minded. Yeah. But it's hard.
0: <clears throat> I mean, you also, I mean, you, you have kids and a family and a house and, a, you know, uh-huh. A side note: We have I have a friend who totally did felt like the unthinkable. Yeah, which hopefully we'll cover it on the show. Mm-hmm. She basically sold her home. Her and her husband and their kids went on the road
1: mm-hmm. for like a year. Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, it can be done. It's just yes, it can. I just don't. I would be really interesting to talk to her about how she came to the realization that that was something she wanted to do.
1: Yeah. No, I know, cause I we think about that and talk about it too. Like, well, if we just sold the house, we'd have all we'd liquefy our assets, and then we'd go and maybe we'd move to Mexico and buy something else. And how do you how do you figure out a whole new country system, or maybe even just move somewhere cheaper and then start your own business with all that extra money or whatever yeah. you want to do. There's ways to do it. It's true. Stop pulling the trigger. That's true. But you will find in Schitt's Creek when you get a little farther in that there are smaller steps than that. You don't have to do something super cray-cray. Sorry, Andrew. He hates that word. (laughs) (laughs) Cray-cray. One of the...
0: Oh. um, One of the things she said that I wrote down was our biggest fears are the biggest wastes of time and I wrote down waste of town <laughs> <laughs> but like, I knew what you meant like just thinking about oh I can't do that and I can't do this and that'll never happen and I'll never lose weight and I'll never whatever whatever it is mm-hmm. for you you know or for any of you you know it's like if we spend all of our time thinking about our fears just a little hold us, they'll keep us stuck Uh so um anyway it just was profound i like had to sit down and write that down when i heard it Uh i was like oh god it's keeping you safe but why Uh i don't know
1: yeah safe from what happiness
0: right your biggest (laughs) oh my god the life you want is out there. You just need to believe it and trust in the universe. Like, that's her whole thing. Like, it's out there. Your big life, your big dream, your big thing. Yeah. Other people are doing amazing things. You mm-hmm. can.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You can do baller-ass moves. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Um.
1: Yeah. Any other thoughts for you? I Anything was just to- thinking about <clears throat> when you said that, it was like, my husband and I have been doing this This thing where I'm like, let's get in lockstep. Let's do what Steve and Deborah do. That's that's my dad and his wife, because they have this beautiful yard that is like has been transformed over a decade or something. Now, I mean, it used to be like two separate lawns with like a like a fence in the middle, and it's like what they do is they work together on projects, you know. And there's obviously alignment there. That's really important, but it's like the simplest shit. That makes going there delightful, like a, a hot tub. They don't even have a fiberglass hot tub. They have a Coleman blow up hot tub that they got off Amazon.com wow. for four hundred dollars. You know, but it feels like you're on vacation if you can walk out your back door and just step into a little hot tub. You yeah, know, and pay for the electric bill to heat that. I mean, I would be in heaven. You know, but, but every year we come up with some reason why we just can't have that hot tub. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, God fucking damn it, I want the stupid hot tub. I don't care. Give Hallie it's, the goddamn it's like hot ha- tub. It's like a quarter of my paycheck. <laughs> like, yeah. let's make this happen. Yeah. It's not a right. big deal. Right. You know.
0: Right. You, right.
1: you know. Just, you deserve it. These little things. Yeah, like tiny, like things that you just are telling yourself. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we're going to pay. Oh, you know what else we want? We want a fire pit in our backyard like you and Rob have. Oh. And I'm like, we can get a 55-gallon drum, cut it in half, stick it in the goddamn backyard, and put some wood in it, set it on fire, and have s'mores tonight. Yes. If we want that. This is true. You know? Yeah. But it's just like... We have come up with all these stupid lies we like to tell ourselves about. Well, it's, the gravel's going to be too much money, and we do we really have to get that thing to push the dirt down so it's completely level and flat before we do the pavers? And I'm like, we're think we're overthinking yeah. this. Just go get the fucking gallon yep. drum, put some rocks on the dirt, dig <laughs> a hole, yeah. and yeah. shove some wood in there yeah. and set it on fire, and we've got ourselves a fucking fire. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, yep. Making sure, right? You're, it right. was fun though because we were like, we we're on, we we're in lockstep this weekend. We we're we we're having we we're oh, out there. I... Just I was just complimenting him.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, that
1: was so good, honey. Look at how level that is. You know, and it's it's just almost adorable to just be like, I'm just to- totally owning the fact that I am. Becoming my parents, (laughs) you know, because I'm like, that that is what I want to do. And those people are marijuana harvesters. Like these people like. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They've got their own little, you know, crop this year. Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. That's cool. Yeah. And like these, I shouldn't be embarrassed to be like them. No. They have some cool. Yes.
0: Your folks are very cool. (laughs) They're very cool. And they do have an amazing house and backyard. It's idyllic. It's beautiful. I've gone over there over the years. It's yeah. oh so nice. Yeah. Way to go.
1: Yeah. Stephen Anyway, that was my just like teeny tiny example of how it doesn't have to be so grand either. Right. Like, like changing your job. It's just like changing your backyard. Right. Or your front yard. Or a piece of your you know, maybe it's your closet. Right you want it to look different or, or a room in your house. Yeah. You, you know, can accomplish it. You can. Yeah.
0: Um, what was like, Oh, I was thinking about Michael Tranmer said on our, um, podcast. Uh huh. The one that we dropped yeah. 10 fucking times. Yeah. Although you wouldn't be able to tell. Um, you know he's a coach, and he, he was he was saying on our podcast that you know big moves bring up big big feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you know, if you want to lead a life that you've never led before, you have to do the things you have never done. Yeah, that was one thing that she said, and I, and I just, did. It, Jen say that too? Jen say that. Jen said that. Yeah, okay. but it just made me think about what like. Big big moves bring up big feelings, and you know, in relation to like doing big things that you've never done before. Uh-huh. <clears throat> if you want to make a change, you got to do some different stuff. If you want to have a fireplace, you got to make a fireplace. Uh-huh. God damn it! Yeah, god damn it! You sure do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, do you want me to wrap up what how she kind of said to apply the book?
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, what about the self-deprecating humor? You made a little note about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were talking about the uh, boyfriend thing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, if you tell yourself, yeah, like she really said stop with the deprec- self-deprecating humor mm-hmm. because you just will, you know, if you make fun of yourself all the time, like really, mm-hmm. oh, you know. She said in almost every chapter of this book, "Love yourself."
1: Uh, the, the last line of every chapter was like, uh, "And by the way, love yourself,"
0: which is like if you're doing this up with self-deprecating humor, it's not really selling, showing yourself self-love, mm-hmm. but really love yourself because mm-hmm. you're
1: all you got. You're you. yeah, you're you are a badass. You are love yourself. Yes. Yeah, these are great. Are you going to go into the one through niners? Sure. I think yeah. We should.
0: This is so in the very end of the book, she kind of talks about like how you can use all the stuff in her book to like make it work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, get rid of bad habits. So you know, a lot of people who are successful have really good habits. So if you know there's I don't know whatever something that you're doing. Maybe you're pressing snooze 10 times or whatever. Maybe you, Mm -hmm. maybe you should just get up, get up earlier or whatever. Create some, get rid of your bad habits and create some good habits so that you can apply your energy towards putting yourself on your
1: path. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do number two? Yeah. Um, connect with source energy. This was a good one. She said she had like the best parking karma ever. Do you remember that one? She was talking about it and she just she just knows it and she never thinks twice about it. And it always happens. It's kind of like what she calls kind of her connection with God or the universe or a higher power or these wave vibrations that are essentially connecting like you to the rest of the universe and and ultimately they either help you achieve your goals or they keep you away from achieving your goals negative being keeping you away positive helping you achieve you know that kind of stuff so just make sure that you you know are are kind of aware of what type of source energy you're connecting with Mm -hmm. Uh and and, you know whatever you believe will happen will happen so like that great parking karma her is just like a inevitable thing. Amy, my sister, this is, her, she's also
0: 100% the same with my like parking car. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. She knows it. she believes it. She yeah. will find the great parking spot and always does. Yeah. Um, number three, hang with high achievers. Start mm-hmm. if you're, you know, I mean, Case in point. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. hanging out with <laughs> <too> totally <laughs> badasses, well, at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you,
0: you know, get basically you can get out of your comfort zone and go hang with some people that are doing things that you find inspiring, be the mm-hmm. dumbest person in the room, mm-hmm. you know, try to, try to, you know, see if your bar can get raised a little higher, mm-hmm. um, and maybe be around some people who will hold you accountable mm-hmm. to doing something. like, Oh, you want to start that business? Or did you, are you? Yeah. Where are you in that? Mm -hmm. Um, or whatever it is, you know, do you run in your five, are you running your half marathon? You're Mm -hmm. a 5k.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So,
1: yeah. And then set honest goals. Yeah. Basically like
0: don't, don't run set out to run a marathon when you can't run, a mile you mm-hmm. know maybe you say start with a 5k first
1: yeah then like incremental know. yeah incremental that makes yeah. sense smart yeah. goals are like specific measurable achievable I don't know what reachable all. I don't know yeah yeah and T then, is timely oh cool yeah cool so stick to that what else oh that that one's cool write your very specific manifesto and read it every day like to the T
0: super detailed. It reminded me of our episode where we talked about that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. she was like, I was thinking even say what you're wearing where you, yeah. And like read it Oh yeah, every day and every morning, every night and Uh believe it with all of your heart. Yeah. I will be the best. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. And I'll be in this house with wearing this and having sex with this person or whatever (laughs) it is, you know? Yeah. And this is, this is what I want, and and you have to believe that it is real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love the you like, who you're having sex with yeah. in there. That is so amazing. <laughs> God bless sex. I love it. It's so much fun. Me too. It's what keeps me happy. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Hours of work you put in <laughs> to that one. That no. sounds great. Yeah, but... um. What a wonderful feeling. I feel bad for couples who don't have, you know, yeah. keep yeah. that part of their marriage alive. Because yeah. it's like kind of one of the main reasons to live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, having those fun, like, orgasmic releases. Yep. Important part of happiness. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-pleasure and in- self-pleasure oh, you, i didn't mean to say it like bring, that you bring up self-pleasure I meant very to say important because self-love somebody would have been and, like hey you don't have to have a husband or a partner for that you can it's true. do self yep self. so thanks nicole yeah <laughs> you can
0: work on yourself to turn things around that's right um but no yeah i agree with you thanks rob <laughs> <laughs> um cool Number six is get coaching. You know a lot about this, yeah. So I actually, this is pretty dope. So Jen Sincero, she is a coach too. So mm-hmm. she believes in it anyway. But coaching is like one of the fastest ways that you can get to your goals. Yeah, it would be you can have somebody that will hold you accountable. Yes, I did coaching with James Swanick a while ago, um, and then I actually just did hire Mike. Michael Tranmer, mm-hmm. um, who will just say is more affordable than James. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's cheap, though. <clears throat> I think when you pay for, you pay, you pay attention, you pay, you show up. Yeah.
1: You know, um, it's like, like getting an education. It is. Know?
0: Yeah. And it's like fast tracking you on how to do shit you don't have any clue. You know how to knowing how to do them, like mm-hmm. you know I'm a nurse by profession that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily lend itself very well to knowing how to start
1: a business, right, and I think that you um have I can't wait to hear about all of your new work that you're kind of planning. We won't talk about it yet, but no Yeah. she's she's on the the highway to another cool project. Mm. I'm like highway to hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's it's a yeah Monday. <laughs> it's, it's Monday. I'm sorry. It's Monday. You're at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, good <clears throat> coaching. Yep. Oh, and this one's a good one. Get your body into it. You know. Get your body in good shape so that you have good energy. What's gorilla exercise? So she said
0: that this was like, she almost didn't, men- didn't want to mention it, but she said that you can actually, to rise your vibration up, mm-hmm. it'll get your positivity and positive energy up. Mm-hmm. You can pound on your chest.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we did this right yeah. before the
0: show. Pound on your chest, shout really loudly whatever you believe your greatest whatever affirmation that it is you believe and shout it out and it'll make you feel better. hmm Yeah. Cool. What about this oh, personal weapons? Yeah. So when you're when you're in your zone and you're trying to work on your thing, figure out figure out the stuff that you could listen to that would make you want to carry a horse over your head. Uh-huh. Whatever whatever gets you like really fucking excited. Yeah. Like I mean, I have the tiger. That's not my song, but like, for example, like whatever gets you like ultra pumped. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, is it lemonade for me? I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to think of. Like, what's my, what's my album? Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. what's the thing that I listen to? But, um, Mm -hmm. anyway, find whatever it is that you, that you love Mm -hmm. and can just, and then jam on that when you're, when you're, Getting motivated to work on your new, your new goal, project. your new project, your new body, new whatever. Yeah.
1: Your new yard, man. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my new project. And the last one: love yourself.
0: Love yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. I know. It's such a nice idea. We spent yeah. a lot of time, I think, with, I mean, I I should say, I shouldn't say we, but I mean, we as humans, I think Mm -hmm. we have a lot of negative Mm
1: self-talk. And it's, it's, we should, we should turn it around and be nice to ourselves and love ourselves. Yeah. This was an awesome book. We recommend it for anybody, everybody actually. Um, When my mom was getting her surgery, my sister was looking through the books that I brought to the hospital and that was one of them. She's like, I'm going to get that. That looks really good. And she's also going to, I'm going to give her the um, Esther Perel book, uh, Medium Captivity, which we've also sort of dissected here on the show before. That's awesome. Yeah. This is such a fun forum for self-improvement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Quick question. How Mm -hmm. is your mama? She's doing great. She's awesome. She's ready to host a family of five at her house this weekend, Memorial Day. So She's doing a lot better that's wonderful yeah thanks for asking cool alright guys awesome let's wrap it up yeah um, send us any emails yes. if you want to twitter yeah. at us yeah tweet at us we've been retweeted a lot thanks for should we should we say thank you to Libson? yeah for retweeting thank you yeah thanks Libson. for retweeting us yeah it feels really good yeah
0: um, she podcast retweeted us uh-huh she did yeah that was dope she did
1: <laughs> she, she podcasted
0: yeah um send us yeah send us email Although you'll hear the other wrap-up stuff in the end
1: yeah awesome well you guys have an awesome day thanks thanks for you, hanging with us yeah all right peace out peace out Thanks for tuning in today.
0: Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at meltdowncitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at meltdowncitypodcast.com.
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.